Hello and welcome to this week's episode from the Veg Grower Podcast. First of all, I wish you all a very happy new year. This is the first episode for 2023. Now coming up today, because we're in a new year, we've set out new resolutions and new goals, new targets, and I've created myself my own gardening journal. I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later on. But first of all, let's find out the first part of the diary update. Today is Saturday the 31st of December 2022, the final day of the year. It's wet and rainy outside, so I'm inside my shed at the moment. Now, I'm going to start off with what's been happening during the week, because I have had the week off work and I've been rather enjoying just sort of chilling out, seeing friends and family, of course, but also just spending time with my wife, walking the dog, etc, etc. But uh, some of the things that have happened this week, uh, my chickens, one of my chickens have started laying an egg. Now, we got two new chickens July last year and they hadn't laid eggs at all last year. And I'm starting to think it was, well, it's getting a little bit worrying. They weren't really earning the keep, as my wife would say. But the reality is, is that we did get them quite late in the season because of all the lockdowns and everything were causing problems. It was a very hot time after we got them. And I don't think they ever really had the chance to lay eggs while dealing with the hot weather. Then the cold weather came along and the, the sun started setting earlier, so they weren't getting enough daylight. Well, now the days are starting to get longer, of course. we I think it's Hawkins, my grey chicken she has started laying an egg and we're getting one a day at the moment so very very happy with that i've got to say be happier when um the uh other two start laying an eggs i mean bear is now quite a few years old so she won't lay anywhere near as many eggs but she's still there and uh she still does lay a few eggs and she's pretty good for that uh, other thing that have happened during the week, I put up my weather station. I mentioned this last week. That is now up and taking account of what is going on in the garden in terms of weather. And I find it quite fascinating just watching what is happening and what is going on. So obviously it's taking temperature, wind speed and everything like that. The unit I've got is called a Bressa 5-in-1. The make is a Bressa and it's the 5-in-1 model. It's probably one of the cheapest ones that they do. And then we got an extra little station to go in the greenhouse. So I'm monitoring the weather, but I've been trying to connect them to two websites. Now, it connected to one called Wonderground quite easily. No problems with that. But I wanted to use Weather Cloud as well, which this does say it can connect to. But I had a lot of trouble trying to connect it, and it just doesn't seem to want to connect to their website, which is annoying because Weather Cloud, I feel, has a bit of a, a better interface on their website to keep an eye on things and, and use. So uh, unfortunately, I can only use Wonderground for the time being. Not nothing wrong with that. Wonderground is still pretty good, but I would have preferred to use both of them as well. Now uh, during the week we also took a trip out to a garden centre. It was a, another wet day. We all needed to get out of the house and we figured that actually 
Roxy doesn't really like getting wet. Roxy's my dog, for those that don't know. Uh, well, puppy still, actually. She doesn't like getting wet, and a garden centre does allow dogs in. So we thought, we'll have a wander around the garden centre with the dog. And I've got to admit, it was quite nice going to a garden centre. Christmas decorations are coming out, and the garden centres are starting to go back into putting out their uh, proper plant stock, as I like to call it. And one of the things that they were putting out is the seed potatoes. So I was in one of them. I managed to buy a couple of packets of our seed potatoes for this growing year. These are the, the first alleys. I've got the Maris Bard and the Rocket, which are all going to go down the allotment. Might grow some at home as well. But yeah, got those up and, and brought and at home now where we can start chitting them off quite soon. I'm really happy with these seed potatoes, actually, to get hold of them. It's quite early but I yeah quite happy with that and I quite like it while I was in there they were also selling a a couple of packs off quite cheap so we got a couple of packs of garlic these are two cloves per pack and we got two of them one's germador and the other one let's just have a look at the label is thermodrome 50p for two bulbs now they are autumn or spring planted so we can get them in the ground pretty soon I think and we'll see just how well they get on we'll get some down the allotment as well just to see how they get on but at 50p I was quite impressed and I thought you know what I'm happy with that if it gives us some decent garlic cloves and if it doesn't work it doesn't matter I've said all along at the moment we are concentrating on beating this cost of living crisis so if we can get bulbs and plants for 50p I'm quite happy with that they were also selling a pack of asparagus the variety is a boon limb and we got two of the roots two of the asparagus crowns in that again for 50p so i've brought those home and today well i brought them into the shed and i've got them into pots just just to grow in pots for the time being um, and we'll see if they survive i'm going to put these into the greenhouse once i've finished today i just want to see if we can get actual asparagus growing out of these two crowns for 50p now obviously asparagus won't be ready to harvest for a good three years but at, at that price, I don't care. 50p for two asparagus crowns. Christ, in one year, it will provide us with much more than 50p's worth of asparagus. So I'm very happy with that, if it lives, of course. So fingers crossed. What I had to do is I just filled a a six-inch uh, plastic flower plot up with compost, and I made a little mound in the middle, pot a crown, and spread the roots around and then topped it off with some more compost and hopefully that is going to survive uh, or both of them are going to survive anyway fingers crossed any on that then after that i've also been cutting up some more wood i've got a lot of wood that we are trying to use up at the moment and we're cutting it up to build certain projects or and get rid of the offcuts on our log fires. Uh, ash from the log fires, of course, will be used in the garden. But this is just helping me tidy my garden up. And, and I've got to the point I'm fed up of having bits and pieces of wood lying around because I think it might be useful. And I just want to get it used up now. So, yeah. That has tidied up the garden quite good and we are now moving on. 
Well, that is what I've been up to today, and I'm going to head down to the allotment tomorrow, so you will hear all about that. But something that I have been doing is I've been creating my own gardening journal for 2023, and I'm going to talk to you a little about this right now. Now, as I said, I've created my own gardening journal. One of my gardening resolutions this year is to keep written reports of what is going on in my garden and my allotment. And I've brought gardening journals many times in the past, but I've always found them to be a little, well, not quite useful for what I wanted, to be honest. I found them to be a little bit nondescript and not really have any information I wanted to record. So... I decided I'm getting pretty good at creating things on my PC at the moment and I I decided I was going to create my own gardening journal. Now I've actually given copies of this, uh, downloadable PDF copies to this to members of my supporters club uh, for free. And then hopefully some of those are going to be trying it out and seeing how they get on with it as well. As I said, it's very personal because I've designed it to myself. Now, first of all, what it's based around is an A5 Filofax. Now, I've chosen that because A5 is just easy to carry and transport. I find A4 can sometimes be... It's a little bit big, a little bit difficult to carry. And if you haven't got it with you at all times, it's a bit pointless in having it. And then... What I got from Amazon is some sheets of printable Filofax paper. And I've used those again because I can print off each sheet as and when I need it. And I've designed these that they can be printed as many as I need, but also that they can be used in the future. So I haven't got it just for 2023. I've left a year blank or the term blank so that that same template can be used for several years running. Right, the first page on this is I've got goals for, I've left it blank, but I've got 2023. And I've I've given enough space to fill in for five goals. Now, this is something quite important, I feel, and I think I'm going to set a bit of homework each week for everybody listening. I want everybody out there to write down five goals that they want to achieve for their gardening, their vegetable garden, their allotment for this year. Now, in first on this list, I've got grow as much food as we can live off. And, you know, any extras that can be given to friends and family, that is going to be great as well. But potentially, we all we want to do Our main goal is to make sure that we can grow enough of our own vegetables, our herbs, that we don't rely on going to a supermarket or buying food in. Other than obviously milk and dairy items that we can't produce at home. It's very much about just being self-sufficient in our fruit and vegetables. Our second on our list is to beat the cost of living crisis. This is a big thing for me at the moment. I mean, we we probably are doing okay here financially, but I know there's a lot of people who are struggling. And I do believe that growing your own food can help beat the cost of living crisis. So I've put that down and uh, I'll, I'll get into what that means in just a moment. Third keep a written journal of all our gardening that's a very big goal for me I've said this earlier on today 
I've become sort of inspired by gardeners of past who would often say that their notebook was their most valuable resource. And I've, I've felt I want to try that out. I'm very good at keeping audio notes, what with the podcast and everything, but I want to try to keep a written account. So that is on my third list. Now, in fourth place, and I'm writing this down as we speak, to create attractive gardens now i say attractive because i always feel my garden is a bit messy a bit scruffy now it is a productive garden so i've never worried too much about it but i feel the allotment can be probably a little bit scruffier but here at home but here at home i want it to look good our neighbours are very good and they they actually compliment us on our garden and say it is pretty pretty neat and tidy and the amount of food that we grow. But I want it to be like an absolute Instagrammable look on our garden. Now I'm not really into Instagram, but I do think that this is a a good view for how to or a good outlook to try and make it as attractive as possible. And in fifth, to take a photo every week of my garden and allotment now that is just to give me a reference to look at back over this next coming year just to see how far it's come and so i can see what's going on now below the goals i've got the targets now you might be wondering what the difference between a goal and a target is for me a target is something that we want to do in order to achieve a goal so let's say you're starting with a brand new allotment or a brand new garden you might want to build the beds by end of february say and that's something i've got on my list is to build my garden beds by the end of february so that i can then go on to grow as much food uh, so this this is just my way of trying to achieve a target by a certain date so that it is ready to go now on the back of this sheet i've got to achieve these goals i need to which is basically just uh, where i can make a few notes of what i need to do or what i want to achieve uh, i did mention there was a goal i said um beat the cost of living crisis so one of the things i might put in this area in this notes to achieve these goals is that i don't use my grow lights or my heated propagators this year they use electricity of course to keep them running although they do give me a good early start i am very much on the view that i don't want to use these this year because we want to beat this cost of living crisis now on my next page i've just created a few pages of seeds that i want to grow this year so i've written the type of seed that i want to grow the variety so for example i've got tomato crimson crush written down um, and i just fill those out as and when and i've added an extra area when i've brought them and a tick box for when i have sewn them again this is just for me making it easier or trying to trying to plan ahead and make sure i've got everything that i want now in my next section i've got growing plans for and this is i give each of my beds a identity so here at home i will have six beds by the end of february each bed has a number one to six so each bed has a page to identify what it is so i've got location 
the home garden, the identity, the number one to six, the family of what is growing in that bed. So it could be legumes and brassicas, salad leaves, root crops and so on. And then below that, I've got a list of what I want to be growing in this bed. Now, to make this a little bit easier, what I will be doing is just roughly drawing. I'm not very good at drawing, so I'm, I'm not talking about this too much. But a sketch out of my garden and all of the beds that are laid out so that I can identify what is what. But this is, again, just something that I am using to plan what is growing in the beds, but also give me a chance next year to see what is actually going on in these beds. Well, there's more to come in this gardening journal, but I'll come to that in just a moment. First of all, let's head down to the allotment. Well, it's the 1st of January 2023. I'm down on the allotment, the first day of the new year, and I'm down on the allotment. Weather-wise, overcast, cloudy, but dry, which means I can get down the allotment and tackle quite a few things. And that's something that I started off with by walking around the allotment and just writing down a to-do list of all the tasks that I want to tackle on the allotment over the next coming weeks. Now, I've got to admit, structure-wise, the allotment is pretty much there. There's not much that I really have to do. It's just a case now of trying to get on top of the weeds. They've started to grow, of course, and tidying the place up. Basically, just a good couple of days on the allotment and it will be in a pretty good state. Now something I have noticed, the cold weather that we had throughout December has killed off the field beans. Now the these are the older field beans because two out of the three beds that had field beans were sown back in sort of October, November time. The ones that were sown a little bit later that are only a few inches tall, those field beans are still alive. So the older field beans have been killed off by the frost. Now luckily these beds are going to be used for potatoes in about March the 17th is when I normally plant out my potatoes. So that's not too much of a huge problem. They've started to kill themselves off effectively, so they should start putting their nitrogen into the soil. All this means that I'm going to leave it a couple of weeks and see what happens, but um, by about February, I just need to hoe these beds completely down and cover them over so that everything rots down into place and I can then start getting my potatoes into this ground come March. The Facilia the other green manure that I've planted that is looking like it's been hit by the frost but I think it will recover we'll keep a close eye on it now interestingly broad beans I planted out some broad beans sowed the seeds here in October November time I can't remember exactly when unfortunately this is the first time this has ever happened to me the frost has killed those off I've never known that to happen here I probably should have covered them over but it's happened. I think I did try and cover them over actually, but they, they killed off. So luckily in the greenhouse at home, I've got some more broad beans in root trainers that can come down here and we'll just get those planted straight into the bed in a, in a few weeks. Add to that, peas have also been killed off. So a little bit annoying on that front. Now on the top half of the plot, the garlic, that's growing well. The onions are growing well. Everything is growing well on this side. We've only really got garlic, onions, Brussels sprouts, purple sprouting broccoli and cabbage growing up here. So they're doing okay. I can't complain about those. Everything's doing pretty good on that front. What I did do while I was on this side of the, the allotment, this side in terms of tidying up isn't going to need a huge amount of work. 
So what I quickly did, I brought the streamer along, I cut down some of the grass areas and I threw down some cardboard just to act as a mulch and suppress any of the weeds that do grow. I'm a big fan of using cardboard as a weed suppressor material. I used it last year around some rhubarb on the top half of this plot and I just found that it worked really well at suppressing the weeds. In fact when I lifted up the cardboard there was nothing underneath there so I'm going to be repeating that throughout this year as well. So yes I laid more cardboard down and then I just went around both allotments just picking up some of the debris that has been blown over and tidied things up. I've got to say I'm pretty happy with the allotment at the moment. It does need as I say good day at the least a good solid day just to bring it up to that perfect condition but we ain't got to worry too much because it is winter there's not a huge amount we can really do here on the allotment unlike at home now this week is all about my journal that i've created and how i'm going to be keeping track of what's going on down on the allotment and at home in a veg garden so i'm going to continue on with that little chat Well, I'm back in this shed at the moment here at home. And what I have done in this next section of this gardening journal is a to-do list. Now, you heard me just talk about when I was on the allotment, I was writing out this to-do list of things that I want to do. So I've written down mulching the beds, laying cardboard down, tidying up the edges, removing some raspberry uh, canes that have rooted, um, streaming the grass areas and so on and so on. So I've added that down as the task on the to-do list. Location for it being the veg garden or the allotment. A priority, which I've gone high, medium or low. High being something that I need to do straight away. Medium, something that can wait. And then low, something that can really wait. Uh, and then I've got a tick box for when it is done. And I've just seen I've got weather station on this list, so I can tick that off and plant asparagus I can tick those off as well so yeah the to-do list is is pretty easy and self-explanatory I do believe that to-do lists are a very good thing for keeping myself organized I use to-do lists all the time just to try and and keep myself organized and to try and monitor everything that is going on uh, next I have uh, the gardening journal now these are pages again I have printed and designed to really reflect what I want to grow so title gardening journal next line is the date so I, I went down to the allotment today it is the 1st of the December 2022 that'll go in there location allotment That'll go nicely in there. Time start. Well, I got there at 11 o'clock, shall we say, and I finished at 1300. Weather, overcast, dry, chilly. Now, these are all things that I'm, I'm logging for a reason. Obviously, the date is so I know the date that I did these tasks. The location is obviously I've got the allotment. I've got the veg garden. I've got the patio garden. I've got the front garden. I just want to try and keep some sort of uh, recognition, some sort of d design on everything that is going on. The time start and the time finish is so I can see just how long I spent on the allotment. Um, 
coming end of a year, we might add all these hours up together just to see how long we actually spent. And weather, well, I'm always talking about the weather. It's something I am quite passionate about, but I feel if we can keep a, a, a track of the weather, we've obviously with the app and everything, just goes to show how much weather will play a part in our our gardening. Now, the next section is the changes that I've noted. So I noticed that the field beans and the peas, uh, I'm writing this down as I talk to you, and broad beans have all been killed off by frost. But the young field beans survived. So I'll note that down as well. Young field beans survived. This is just a, a little note that these little things that have changed since I was last there, I can keep track of and just just use as a bit of a reference point. Then below that, I've got the tasks that I've tackled. So uh, I, I said earlier, I went around and wrote and, and wrote a to-do list. That's probably not that important, but uh, I'm noting it anyway. Uh, laid cardboard down around fruit bushes that way I've got a note of that you get the idea I'm just writing down all the tasks that I have tackled in this area and that is let's just have a quick look on the next page and just see what I've got on there ah yes next I have got what food I have harvested haven't harvested any food today so from there that that goes to the wayside now I'm keeping a track of this because I do think if we can keep track of what food we've harvested, that is going to be quite important. But obviously, I don't harvest just food from the allotment. I might harvest food from the veg garden or the the garden or the uh, herb garden. So I make a note of where it came from as well in this section. And then below that, I got other notes. So this might be, uh, I don't know, I spoke to somebody and they suggested this or uh, that sort of thing um yeah so that is my gardening journal that i've created as i said this is all done in a5 paper that i can print off as and when i need extra sheets and then i can try and just sort of keep a track of everything that i want to do and then at the end of the year we'll come back to this and see just how well it's done whether it works or not is going to be something I want to find out towards the end of the year as well. If I am actually going to be able to keep track of all these details and also find all the information out when I need it. I don't know. It's going to be fun to find out. I could have done this on a computer or a PC, but I've got to admit, what I find with using a computer or a PC is it's not so easy to take down notes. What I mean by that is... What I find, if I've got a PC or I've got to pull something out and load something up, it's a little delay in my process. And if I'm in a rush, I'll, I'll do that when I get home, and then it never gets done. So I'm a, I call myself a pen and paper man. I just find that a pen and paper for me is a much easier way to keep notes on this. Right, well, I'm going to head on back indoors, and uh, then we will finish off this podcast. Well, it is Monday, the 2nd of January, 2023 today. And here in the UK and probably other places in the world as well, it has been a day off work, a bank holiday. So that has given us a bit more time in the garden. 
weather today has actually been incredibly nice so we managed to get out in the garden i uh, took roxy out there with me and we managed just to do a little bit of clearing out some of the weeds especially around the rhubarb where some of our uh, wild garlic is starting to appear and starting to grow so i'm trying to pull that all out around the rhubarb around the herbs and what have you a lot of that will go into being compost material or some of it gets given to the chickens as well so they, they can munch on it and they do love munching on it now when it comes to the chickens i've actually had to add some landscape bark inside their run as i've said throughout the last few weeks it's been non-stop rain and Although they've got a tarpaulin over the top of their, their run to stop any birds going in and causing the problems that we have with bird flu, it was still getting very wet and very muddy inside their run. So I decided to throw in some landscape bark, which I managed to get from a fairly cheap price. Ideally, I would have used wood chip, but I haven't been able to get hold of wood chip for a number of years. The only way I feel I could have got some wood chip was if I shredded my own had have I taken down one of our trees in our garden. Didn't quite get round to that. It was still a bit wet to fire up the shredder anyway. Now after that, I spent a bit of time just going around the edges of our lawn with our edging knife. This is a tool you sort of stick in the ground and it cuts away any other turf. This just makes, I feel, the paths a little bit nicer looking. I do this quite often. Um, the grass does tend to take over our paths if I left it to its own device. But uh, by cutting it back, it just makes the paths look a little bit better, but also means that they are less likely to get covered in dirt as we go on throughout this winter period. So again, more compost material, not really veg growing this week in, in the garden today. But, you know, we're into the new year. It's all going to be turning around. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you are thinking about keeping a gardening journal throughout 2023. And if you are, let me know what you're using to keep track of your gardening journal, what what details you're keeping in uh, your information as well. Now, if you want to send your information to me and let me know what you're doing, it is richard at vegrowerpodcast.co.uk, which is my email address. You can find me on social media as well. Just search for the Veg Grower Podcast. Or you can head to our website at vegrowerpodcast.co.uk and leave a comment on the end of a blog post for this podcast. I had a question earlier today about how to leave a comment on the podcast using Apple apps or any of the others. I don't believe many of those leave the option of having a comment like YouTube does. But uh, if you do want to leave a comment, then head to the vegrowerpodcast.co.uk and just fill it out on the bottom of a blog post. Now, if you are at the vegrowerpodcast.co.uk and you want to support this podcast, then please consider becoming a supporting member. Supporting members each month get a collection of seeds sent to their door every month, usually about six packets, and all those seeds can be sown in that very month. I also give out extra podcasts from behind the scenes and a few little other details as we go on throughout the time as well and of course you can always leave us a review on your podcast service that goes a really long way to helping us get discovered and move up the charts so please do leave us a review we will be back again next time so until then please take care (laughs) 